This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. You're with Julian Joyce and Sherrits, and this is the morning run. Uh, let's take a look at some, uh, some important local news. Seven former UMNO members of parliament have jumped ship and joined party Pribumi Pesatu Malaysia or PPBM. PPBM uh, PM uh, Tun Dr. Mahathir Mohamad said that the party has done its due diligence and has accepted these new MPs, but added that their membership does not grant them any form of protection from past misdeeds. So these seven members uh, of uh, former, uh, seven former UMNO members, uh, they are MP from La Rote, uh, MP Mersing, uh, MC Tasik Glugo, MP Tasik Glugo, uh, MP Sabak Burnham from Tanamera Klan. Masjid Tanah and also Hulu Chungganu and asked uh, if he is concerned about the commitment and support of their new members given that some had previously voiced the oppositions against the Pakatan Harapan members. Dr Mahathir has said that the past should not be brought up. Yeah, Dr Mahathir actually cited that he used to criticise Lim Kit Siang in the past and yet they are now working together. This is just in true Tun M form right, for him to make such a comment and asked if he is concerned that the new members may make a jump back to AMNO should things go, I mean doesn't go well. I think uh, Tunem said that he himself would leave Pakatan Harapan if the party strays from its objective of serving people. But I think a lot of people are also asking, with this whole frog jumping thing and what's happening, jumping in, jumping out, does this make uh, Pati Pribumi Amno 2.0? Yep, absolutely. I think ethical issues are definitely in uh, the spotlight. Uh, there have been some reactions. Amana President Mohamed Sabu has welcomed the former former Amno MPs saying that it will add to PH strength. Uh, also UM Associate Professor Awang Azman Awang Pawi said that the inclusion of uh, these leaders is part of a strategy to improve PPBM's morale to face the upcoming by-election. And uh, also there's uh, a comment from the political lecturer from University Utara Malaysia, Azizuddin Sani, said that the entry of the former AMNO leader centred on efforts by the party to consolidate Pakatan Harapan's uh, parliamentary majority and uh, also added that the experience of these former AMNO members uh, in government matters. Uh, they would probably be given specific tasks. Okay, so there has also been some negative reactions. Uh, PKR Vice President Chang Lee Kang said that he's appalled by PPBM's acceptance of the former AMNO MPs and that the Pakatan Harapan Presidential Council to take a firm stance and reject former BN lawmakers seeking to join any of the parties in the coalition. Uh, Chang said these former AMNO MPs did not join PPBM on principle, with most holding senior positions in the previous administration. And uh, also, University Tun Hussein on Malaysia analyst Dr. Muhammad Akbal Abdullah has warned that the entry of these former AMNO leaders could bring more problems in the future. Uh, wise words indeed. Now, the other big news is uh, uh, the question of whether we will see new developments in the long stalled investigations into the Scorpion corruption case. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Um, the French lawyers engaged by NGO group uh, Swaram to file a legal challenge in France over the possible corruption in the Scorpion deal concluded a three-day visit to Malaysia yesterday. Yeah, and uh, William Boudon and Apolline uh, Kanye uh, met with Attorney General Tommy Thomas, uh, Deputy Defence Minister Liu Tong, as well as the MACC yesterday, and uh, had met with the Special Investigation Committee on Procurement, Government and Finance headed by Amrim Buang the day before. Yeah, so according to French lawyers, the investigation is stalled due to lack of collaboration from Hong Kong authorities regarding the accounts of a shell company called Terasasi Limited. So the lawyers believe that the accounts of Terasasi could 
shed more light on the ultimate beneficiaries of the 130 million US dollars commission arising from the submarine deal. So the French investigators found that the Shell company is 90% owned by Razak Baginda. Uh, remember him as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the remaining 10% owned by uh, Razak Baginda's father. Now, here is what lawyer William Boudon said at a press conference yesterday. In all corruption cross-border case, utilization and information, pieces of evidence, is main leverage to be sure that all the truths will emerge. Certainly, one of the key issues of the case, one of the black hole of the case, is Hong Kong. For the moment, the French judge failed to obtain from Hong Kong a cooperation. And the expectation of the judge is to have access to the Terasasi bank account. And that was French lawyer William Boudon talking to us about uh, the investigations into the Scorpion case. Uh, Also, Boudon also said that Hong Kong has not issued a formal refusal to cooperate with the French authority to uncover the money trail so far. I think that's quite surprising given that Hong Kong uh, is all about transparency and accountability, right? Yeah, I wonder why Hong Kong is not being very helpful in this because, you know, there is this whole global effort among countries to share information, especially when it comes to money trails and you know with all these worries on uh, money laundering and all that everyone's sharing a lot of data with each other i wonder if it's that if it has anything to do with uh, najib's relationship with china could be right Mm. Uh, because hong kong uh, is certainly under china right now and china is tightening its grip uh its grip in hong kong under that uh, one one nation two countries rule right one party two system rule uh so who knows yeah and uh, if we recall back uh, singapore and switzerland i mean they took quite a uh you know, strong position with regards to this top, uh, with regards to 1MDB and uh, took action, uh, at least within the country. Yeah, but later on, not not during the early days. Mm. But yeah, let's do a recap on the Scorpion allegations. I think the corruption probe centres on the purchase of two Scorpion submarines in 2002 by the Malaysian Navy and a f- French firm Thales through its subsidiary DCNI allegedly paid about 130 US uh, million dollars, 130 million US dollars in commissions and kickbacks to Malaysian officials. Yes, sir. And uh, just as a trivia, Boudon was deported by the previous Barisan government national in uh, 2011, and now he's welcome back. And the lawyers also revealed that the name of the slain Mongolian national, Atantuya Sharibu, does appear in Francis' investigation papers. So perhaps uh, that could go into uh, evidence uh, in the current ongoing case as well. Now, the other big news is that Finance Minister Lim Guaning has declared that the Tunarazak Exchange Project has now been de- Detoxified. Detoxified. Must have, went, <laughs> must have went to a camp or something. Uh, but he said that the asset belonging to the project had undergone a detoxification detoxification program uh, resultant of the government-led review of the associated projects. The review showed that the government would be able to recover all of its opportunity costs and investment uh, made into TRX. And uh, Guaning also said that the uh, detoxification of asset is part of the government's move to exercise Exercise the ghosts, exorcist the ghosts of 1MDB. Mm. And uh, following Very the dramatic. review. That, that's right. <laughs> the words, right. Very dramatic. Now, following the review of the TRX project, the government uh, has injected another 2.8 billion ringgit last year into the project. So the project is backed by a 60 to 40 JV between Australian developer Land Lease Corp and TRX Sundaran City. TRX City Sundaran Brahat, a company fully owned by the government. And separately, Land Lease said that it has secured some 2.15 billion ringgit in development development funding from HSBC Bank Malaysia, Standard 
Chartered, Sumitomo, Mitsui Banking and Maybank. It's not a guaranteed, uh, the government has not uh, stood as guarantor for this 2 billion funding according to HSBC and this has been classified as non-recurring which means that uh, servicing of the debt will come from the cash flow generated by the project itself. So uh, HSBC Global Banking Country Head Omar Mahmoud said uh, each member of the four bank consortium holds a material amount within the 2 billion. I, I think it's um, important to clarify this, uh, that the banks have gone through their due diligence and view this project as something that's viable and therefore uh, providing funding to the project without any government guarantees. Yeah, so in this first round of development, financing is meant to finance the development of retail, hotel and the office segment, uh, more might be on the cards as the development moves on its uh, other phases. Now, the TRX has a gross development value of about 40 billion uh, ringgit and it's comp- composed to 70 uh, acres of land. Yeah, so upon completion, the development will house new Malaysian corporate headquarters for HSBC, Afing Huang and Prudential Insurance, as well as residential units and a 10-acre park and mall, another mall. So yeah, I guess another mall. We love uh, our malls here in Malaysia. That's a that's a entertainment area around uh, mm. TRX as well, right? Mm. Have you guys been there? Yes. Well, you have, yeah. Joyce. You, you you kind of hesitated to say that because as though you didn't want to reveal the party side of you. <laughs> Retired already, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely a party site there. But yeah, so um, you know, the the you can now um, you know party without uh, any with, with a clear conscience conscience because it's now been uh, detoxified. <laughs> because TRX yes. uh, was embroiled in a lot of uh, controversy uh, by virtue of being an arm of uh, the one MDB previously, uh, and then it was transferred to the MOF on uh, March 2017 following the uh, PAC advice because TRX was unable to secure land sales or bank financing due to its association with 1MDB. Yeah, and the Attorney General in 2016 report uh, said that only a fraction of the 3.98 billion raised by the domestic loan in Sukuk actually went to the TRX development and uh, 246 million was actually delivered for the construction of TRX and Bandar Malaysia with the balance of a two point, around 2.2 billion ringgit siphoned to 1MDB. So in order to finance the infrastructure costs for the project, Project, uh, 1MDB unit, 1MDB real estate, Sundar and Berhad sold land plots within the project. However, the 1.09 billion ringgit that was raised by 1MDB real estate was apparently uh, advanced uh, to 1MDB instead. And uh, also a special purpose vehicle was created to raise 229 million uh, through a revolving revolving credit to fund the TRX project. As of June 25, 2018, shortly after the general elections, TRX uh, lodged a police report on transfers of its funds amounting to 3 billion to 1MDB. So uh, a lot of these, uh, I guess this is part of the detoxification uh, process where a lot of these kind of deals are coming into the light of day. And, and that's a good thing for the country yes. uh, because uh, we are a new Malaysia and we want to stop all corrupt practices. All right, uh, we are coming up to the 7.30 news and after that uh, we'll uh, take a look at some international news. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.